Nothing But The Words, episode number 28, How to Write When the Words Won't Come. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candice L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. This week, I was catching up with a friend who is working on her next book. She has written books before. And when I asked her how it was going, she paused for a minute and then she said, Chow, I can't even write right now. She has not been writing at all. The pandemic, the incompetent political leadership, the extra effort required just to go out to buy food, concern for her family members, some of whom have been diagnosed with COVID-19, and all the nonstop conversations, whether they are productive or not, about race and social justice have just totally shut down her ability to create. And rather than sit and look at a blinking cursor for an hour every day, she has put her book on hold. Now, let me just say, I totally understand where her head is. She is not the first person to tell me that they have responded to the current crisis this way. In her case, putting her book on pause is a good thing. She doesn't have a pending deadline. She's an experienced writer, and she knows how to get back to it when she's ready. And most importantly, she is content, happy, and satisfied with her reasons for not writing at the moment. Trust me, she has got this. When she's ready to go back to her book, she will drop right into it and get it done. But what about you? What about those moments when you really want to write, but the words just won't come? I have another friend who's an author. She's written a couple of books that have been published so far. She actually published with a traditional publisher in her case, and she has a pending deadline with the same publisher for this fall. And frankly, she's not willing to miss that deadline. So she's writing. She did have a few moments of struggling to write, but she's writing every day. Some of my coaching clients have planned online events or business promotions around their book launch dates. And in order for them to hit those dates, (laughs) they can't afford to delay their writing right now. They may have taken off a few days or even a couple of weeks during the last few months since we've been under this sort of umbrella of chaos, but they're writing. They're making progress on their books because right now it's important to them to do so. As for me, I really want to have my book finished when we get on the other side of this crazy episode that we're currently in, right? And we absolutely will get to the other side. It's important to me to be able to look back and know that I grew and I evolved and I achieved important goals during this time. Writing my next book is one of those goals. So yes, I am holding myself accountable to writing. I am doing all the things, well, not all the things, but I'm doing many of the things I know I need to do in order to be able to come back to the writing day after day. In episode number eight, I shared some really practical things you can do to keep writing when life gets stressful. And if you're having any trouble writing at all, I do recommend you go back and listen to that episode for the first time, or if you've already heard it, listen to it again. Um, I can pretty much guarantee you're not doing all of those things because probably no one is doing all of those things and you only need to do one or two of them to get yourself back to writing. But in this week's episode, 
I want to share some tips for what you should do in those moments when you sit down to write and the words just don't come. And if you've never had that experience, if you haven't had that experience in your writing life, I can pretty much guarantee that you eventually will. Most authors have that moment. It's how they manage the moment that matters. So you sit down to write, you look over your outline, or maybe you read a few pages from what you wrote last time, and then you put your fingers on the keyboard and nothing happens. You just sit there. You're thinking, but your thoughts are all over the place and none of them, in your opinion, are good enough for you to write down. Or you start typing or writing in your journal, but nothing sounds right. So you just keep deleting what you wrote or scratching through what you wrote and starting over until you finally just say, forget it and go read your email instead. This is called being human. The good news is that as you practice writing more, you'll have less of those moments. Doesn't mean they'll ever fully go away, but you'll have less of those moments. So let's talk about what to do when you're in the moment, you're in your writing session, and you really want to get some writing done, but it's just not happening. So here are a few ways you can break through that ice and get unstuck when it feels like your thoughts are frozen over. Now, you don't have to do all of these things. You can, you might need to, as I'll talk about in a minute, but Just try one of these tools when you're stuck in the moment. And the first one is to just write about not being able to write. It may sound counterintuitive because it may sound like you're just reinforcing all of those sort of bad thoughts, those limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck, but stick with me. This can help. Open a new document or turn to a fresh page in your journal and write about all the thoughts that are keeping you stuck. Just dump them out there. Write about how it feels to struggle with writer's block right there in the moment. Write about all the thoughts standing between you and your books. Write about the distractions. Write about that person who left a nasty comment on your Facebook post the other day and you don't even really know them. Write about your concerns. Write about what it feels like to worry about your child who's, I would say off at college, but no one's off at college right now. Your child who lives on the other side of the country, your adult child, or your parents who are maybe not as um, conscientious as they need to be about not leaving the house. Whatever your concerns are, write them out. And after you dump all of that on the page, here's the next part that will help you break free. Write about what you'd like to believe about writing in this moment. So for example, after you've written about how stressed out you are about having to put on a mask and pack your disinfecting wipes and your hand sanitizer just to run to the store because you're out of coffee and how that stress is keeping you from writing because it's so mentally exhausting, write about what you'd like to believe about writing in this moment. Write about how you have important things to say and how your book is going to really change lives or how your book is going to really engage readers in a story that takes them to a whole new world that they've never experienced before. Write about how you're going to write a thousand words today for your book. Write about how happy you are that writing is a skill that you can get better at. Write about how committed you are to your book project. Write about how committed you are to writing a sloppy first draft so you can get to the good stuff because that's what it requires. Then once you've done that, you've written about the things that stress you out. You've written about the things blocking you from writing. You've written about what you want to believe about your writing. Then go immediately 
into writing your book and take those thoughts with you. You've written about them as if they are, right? So you don't write, I want to believe that I could possibly write a thousand words today. Write down, I'm going to write a thousand words today for my book and here's how and here's why. And then go immediately into writing your book and take those helpful, positive thoughts with you. A second tool you can use is free writing. But in this case, I don't want you to just free write your thoughts, your random thoughts. I don't even want you to free write about the problem or the stress or the writer's block. Instead, choose one topic from your outline. Please have an outline. If for some reason you're trying to write a whole book without a plan, without an outline, okay, I get it. I've been there. Choose one topic from your book anyway. Surely you can select one moment from a memoir that you're writing, one strategy from a how-to book that you're writing, one story you want to tell in your narrative nonfiction. Just choose something and then free write about that. So if you're writing a book about classic film, for example, set a timer for 10 minutes and then write for 10 minutes about why Double Indemnity, one of my all-time favorite movies, is quintessential film noir. Don't censor yourself. Just write out whatever you want to say right now about double indemnity. If you're writing a book about meditation, free write for 10 minutes about why your breath is all you need to have a successful meditation practice. I'm not trying to tell you what to write (laughs) or what your philosophy should be. These are just examples. If you're writing about how, if you're writing about your own life, for example, pick one moment from your outline, one very specific moment, and write about that for 10 minutes. Now, free writing is nonstop. So let your fingers keep moving until the timer goes off. That means there's no censoring, there's no deleting, no backspacing or scratching through words you don't like or ideas you've changed your mind about since you wrote them 10 seconds ago. No one cares. No one's going to see any of that. So just keep writing. Run-on sentences in free writing are great, and one long sentence is even better, but you don't have to be so restricted. Write it however it comes out for you. And even if you have to write about what you don't know. So if you're writing, I want to say that Double Indemnity is quintessential film noir, but I'm not even sure how I'm going to express that in my book. I don't know how I'm defining film noir in my book. Write about all of that. Write about all the questions you need to answer. Just write about that topic from your book until the timer goes off. There's no stopping to research. There's no stopping to reread. There's no stopping to question the quality of what you've written. Just get to the end until the timer goes off. That's the end. The third tool you can use when the words just won't come is to read a book. Now, when I was writing a memoir last year for a ghostwriting client, I started every writing session by reading a few pages from Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. That book helped me to shift into the mindset of writing a memoir. It helped me to get into the rhythm of the written word, and it helped me escape everything else, the demands that were going on around me. So, okay, yes, I turned off my cell phone or put it on vibrate or do not disturb. I had close the browsers, but you still often have the thoughts in your head, right? Reading a great book can help you, just a few pages can help you escape from those thoughts and move into a different way of thinking. A lot of new writers will tell me when I share this tip that they are worried about being influenced too much by other writers if they read while they write. So first of all, I will say we're all influenced by other writers. Every writer who's ever existed was influenced by some other writer or some other storyteller or some other form of storytelling 
in some way. But if you're concerned that it's going to result in you mimicking the writer or it's going to result in you copying the writer's style, that's understandable. I don't think you really need to worry about it. But if you're not sure yet that you've really developed your own style and your own voice, I can see why you would be worried about it. In that case, just choose a book from a different genre. If you're writing a memoir, read from a novel. If you're writing a novel, read from some narrative nonfiction. Whatever it is, whatever you choose to read from, just read a few pages, 10, 15 minutes of reading, and make sure you choose to read great writing. So you don't want to choose something that maybe isn't that great. You're just reading it for fun. There are books that I read for fun that I wouldn't necessarily want to influence my writing. Um, That's a whole different topic for a whole different episode. But in that case, put that book aside. That's for when you get to sit out in the backyard and read or go to the beach and read, or sit by the pool and read. In this case, you really want to read strong writing that will inspire you and help you remember what the rhythm of good writing feels like. Spending 10 or 15 minutes reading will really help you separate your thoughts from all the chaos going on around you. It'll also help you Feel inspired to get creative because when you read masterful works or see masterful works of some sort, it can often help trigger in you different ideas and different inspiration. Now, all that being said, if you're not writing again and you're fine with it right now, then please go with God. You'll come back to the writing when you're ready. But check in with yourself. Are you really happy with your reasons for not writing? Only you can answer that question. If you are, all good. But if you really want to write and you're sitting down to do it every day, you have the writing time on your schedule, you're sitting there at the computer or with your journal and your pen, and your writing time is unproductive, use these tools. I use them, my clients use them, and they work. Write about not being able to write, and then write about what you want to believe about writing your book. Free write about any topic in your book. Just 10 minutes is all you need. Read great writing in any book from any genre, and definitely make it a book, not an article, not a blog post, or anything like that, because we want to get into the rhythms of book writing because you're about to work on your book. It doesn't matter which tool you use, pick one that appeals to you and expect it to work for you. Because if you really want to write right now, you absolutely can. That's all for this week, my friends. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I can't express enough how big a difference reviews make for me and for the show and how much I appreciate every single one of them. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.